what unsolved mystery has absolutely no plausible explanation. My cat likes to bury little green army men in his litter box. There are none in the house and he's an indoor cat. If you're not the original owners of the house, they were probably lost somewhere in the corners of the basement by previous owners, or possibly you from when you were a kid. House was destroyed by a tornado in the 50s slash 60s and had to be totally rebuilt and has had the same owner since, Olive with said owner. So I doubt that's it. I lost my student ID in high school and some girl I didn't know found it in her pillowcase. She was trying to frick. No mystery here dog. Maybe that's a mystery to Opus. So this is a personal mystery. One day in college, circa 2013, I was cleaning my car and found some random guy's wallet in my backseat. I was perplexed how it got there since I didn't give anyone rides and lock my car doors. I found the guy on Facebook and he was super grateful and said he lost his wallet the previous weekend. This was super confusing because I did not drive my car for that whole week. Anyway, we agreed to meet to give him his wallet, but I wanted to hang with some friends, so my roommate ended up meeting the guy to give the wallet back. The dude was so grateful that he gave my roommate slash me a bag of weed as gratitude. Never figured out who he was, how his wallet got in my car, and why his weed was so good. Two days ago I found a pink barbie shoe laying on the floor of my backseat. I do not have children. Have never had a child in my car, have not had any passengers at all in quite some time, and it wasn't there a week ago when I cleaned it out. I don't leave the windows open. I'm perplexed. I totally want to carry around a random item like this now and just pop it into people's slightly open car windows. My husband and I were once on a maximum train in Portland when some stoners got on and sat across from us. They were all loudly bored and hungry, and one of them was scrounging around under the seats. As we watched, he pulled a McDonald's bag out from under of the seat a few sections behind him. That bag was full of food. He began distributing burgers to his stoner buddies, until the last guy said no thanks. I don't like burgers. Then the guy reaches into the bag, and says that's okay. Here's a chicken sandwich. And he hands his buddy the last item. The bag had exactly enough for them to each have a sandwich and adequately fed the guy who doesn't eat burgers. I still think about it. I think that was Jesus. Nap, he would have fed the whole train and there would be leftovers. My sister lost her car key and it turned up buried in my grandmother's garden. She lives two hours away and we see her two, three times a year. That'll show those little frickers for not visiting me more often. Or alternatively those little frickers always showing up, see how far they get without keys. I had a wristwatch that my dad bought me back in the 90s. It was one of those kinetic watches that would wind itself when you walk etc. Anyway, for some reason it kept stopping at around 1.30am, never 1.30 in the afternoon. Sometimes it would keep going, but 3 times out of 5 it would stop at the exact time. We sent it to the swatch company to get repaired, and a month or two later we got a catalogue of watches with a handwritten note basically saying we don't know what the hell is wrong with your watch, we are stumped, pick a watch out of this catalogue and have it as a replacement. So that's my possessed watch story, I was waiting for you to say, then one day your dad died at 1.30am. I'm glad your dad didn't die at 1.30am. I thought he was going to get a bunch of new watches that all stopped at 1.30. World being creepy as frick. But no problem.
I had one of those incredible Hulk face ice creams you get from the ice cream truck. I took a bite, and watched as the rest of it fell off the stick, only to look down, and see nothing on the ground. I still don't know what happened to my ice cream. I want my money back. Ants. Don't freak. Around. A personal mystery of mine. My uncle's best friend slash coworker just disappeared one day. Uncle came to his job site one day, Los Angeles Department of Water and Power, and his coworker never showed up. Uncle went to his house. I might add that the coworker lived in a neighborhood of houses that belonged to DWP that were given to the workers there. When he arrived he found his truck parked outside with the door and tailgate open, keys in ignition with uncashed checks on the dashboard and a gun in the passenger seat. He went over to the house and found the garage door open and front door unlocked. My uncle went in and found his place was filled with junk along with more guns, more uncashed checks and a full uneaten meal. Uncle searched all around the house, which was up against a hill, and searched the surrounding area and work site. Then locked everything and went to his boss who couldn't have cared less about the matter. Uncles ended up having to call the police himself, but since the coworker didn't have any immediate family who cared about him the police didn't bother doing an extensive search. To this day, that house remains there abandoned with all his stuff in it and no one could care less about his disappearance. So sad. Almost sounds like a situation where someone, in this case your uncle's friend, was either forced or decided to leave town quick, fast and in a hurry, cause he was in over his head into some real crap. My dad had a former coworker slash good friend of his four years disappear under mysterious circumstances as well. His friend decided to retire from the job one day and just became kind of a recluse. My pop still stayed in contact with him for a while, though. And then one day, he just kind of disappeared off the grid. People would go to his house and all his stuff was there, but he was nowhere to be found. His phone was off. No one could get in touch with some of the few family that he had. There were a couple of murmurs that he went away on vacation and got caught by some guys he was in big trouble with decades prior. He was apparently into some really shady stuff in his younger days and might have fled his country then to get out of repercussions from some pretty bad people. I still don't know all the details, but I'm guessing the kind of people that always have certain debts on their ledgers. In any case, I hope wherever he is, he's okay or at least resting without worry anymore. He treated me like a son. He was always a decent guy with a big heart who, while he made mistakes in his past, treated people with respect. My mum inherited a watch from her grandmother. It was the old fashioned kind that needed to be wound all the time, obviously. Anyway, one day it went missing, and despite turning the house upside down, she couldn't find it anywhere. In the end she just accepted it had gone. Cut to a few years later, and we had moved house. We'd been in the new place for about 6 months, and one night she woke up, and turned the light on, and the watch was sitting on her bedside table, wound and showing the correct time. She totally believes in ghosts, and is confident her grandmother found it, and brought it back to her. I was thinking that's one really polite thief who had his time with it already. Yeah I've got time. A personal mystery, I was at a Taco Bell slash KFC joint, waiting on an order. There are 5 people in the room, me, Daniel, a security guard, 2 kids, and the cashier. Suddenly, a child says look at Daniel and I look over at them, and they are both staring at me. The security guard slash cashier both had name tags, so I know they weren't Daniels. 
the two kids had said each other's name, so I know they weren't Daniels. I felt kinda spooked, but I just moved on from it. Did you have a sibling around their age? They might've told them about you. Can I get a name for your order? I was in high school waiting for my bus to pull up, and I was kinda just zoned out. There were kids talking, and I was just kinda absorbing the noise from it all. There was a group of kids talking close to me, and I hear one of them say that they didn't understand something about a game that I was familiar with, so I kinda butt in and answer the question. Him and his buddy were Asian, and they are just kinda staring at me in disbelief. So I apologize, because I felt like I had been kinda rude. The one who had been talking said that it was fine, but he didn't expect me to understand Korean. He and his friend were foreign exchange students from South Korea, and at that moment he had been speaking in his native language. I heard him, as if he had spoken plain English, and when he did speak in English it wasn't as plain as what I had heard. I still have no idea how I understood him in that brief moment. Gamer's instinct. All StarCraft players can understand each other. But I think he talks BS. No way a foreigner knows something about SC that a Korean doesn't. This happened a few years ago to my brother and my mom. It was parent-teacher conference at my brother's high school, literally the largest high school in the US with about 6,000 students, and after waiting forever to finally meet with the teacher they walk in and sit down. The teacher then says that our father was just in there right before them, and my mom was shocked and told him that there was no way. The teacher insists that he just walked out and gives his name and a perfect description of my father, very tall man with a lot of freckles, brown hair and a thick mustache, and summer rises their meeting. My mom then informs him that my father has been dead for over 10 years and is in disbelief. The teacher had absolutely no background of our family and no way of knowing this is shocked himself. To this day we have no idea what happened that day. He faked his death, but still wanted to check in on his kids from time to time. That is just as unsettling as the idea of a ghost, if not more so. I was given a potato in school, cannot for the life of me remember why, and I was having a weirdly good time playing with it. I went into my room and started throwing it up in the air and catching it, but one time I threw it up it just seemed to inexplicably curve backwards over my head. I heard it thump on the ground, but when I turned around to pick it up it was gone. I spent 10 minutes looking everywhere for it and it just wasn't there. When we moved house a year later, and I was emptying my room I fully expected to find a gross, rotting potato somewhere, but still, it was nowhere to be found. I asked my parents and even my sister if they'd found and got rid of a potato in my room. Nobody had any idea about it. I'm going to spend the rest of my life wondering where the hell that potato went. If it was there, you would have smelled it. Exactly, that suggests it just vanished instantly, which makes it stranger. I went to visit my mom's house to go say goodbye to my dog before my mom was going to take him to get put to sleep since he was really sick. I didn't want that to happen yet, so I was arguing with her about it for a while. At one point my dog wanders off and I don't see him for a while. I couldn't find him. Figured he was out chillin' in the horse pasture as he was wont to do. It was dark, and he wasn't coming when I called, I just thought he was doing his thing. I was sad I couldn't say one last goodbye, but I had to get going. 
I walked to the front of the house, where I was parked, and the little asshole was in my car, sitting in the driver's seat looking at me with that stupid look he always got on his face when it was time for a car ride. I started crying right then, I'm crying right now. My windows were all the way up, my doors were locked, I had the only key. To this day I have no earthly idea how the frick he got in. There. God, I miss that dog. R.I.P. Barky. But did you give him a car ride? Once I composed myself, yes. We cruised out to the levee and hung out together one last time, listening to all the frogs that came out at night. It was nice. That was a long time ago. He's been gone longer than he was alive at this point. That freaks me up. As much as I think it was the parents, the Madalena can disappearance just has gaps in every theory. None of the forensic or crime scene information suggests a break-in, and it would have to have been opportunism of the highest order. Similarly, the parents may well have had something to do with it, but it does seem unlikely they'd have had the time to hide her body, or it would have been unlikely they'd have arranged such a massive search. I don't think we'll ever know. Interesting observations, and yes I totally agree with you. I live a couple of villages over from the McCann's, and you can now pick up a sense that even Lockler people are thinking bad things about the parents. It doesn't help that every six months we see a news article saying that another PS 150,000 has been provided to fund the search. Even assuming, massive assumption, that Madeline is still alive, she could now be anywhere on the planet, and she has now spent nearly four times as long with her abductors as she ever did with her parents. If she were to turn up tomorrow, she would be one messed up kid she'd have to go back to parents she doesn't even know. It's all very sad. As a parent, you'd never stop looking. I think what bugs most people is that this money is thrown at the investigation, and the police seemingly aren't allowed to investigate the most obvious suspects. There is so much about the whole thing that absolutely stinks. Lost my class ring when I was 20. About 8, 10 months later I moved 1000 miles away, only brought a few clothes in my car. Someone hit me and totaled my car while there, twice, be careful driving in Florida. Bought a new car, twice, lived there for a year, then moved about 200 miles away. A month after moving to the new town I receive a call from a church. They received a donation of clothes. While sorting them out they found a class ring with my name, etched inside the band. My new home number came up when they searched my name. The church was about 2 miles from where we just moved. My wife didn't get rid or donate any clothes. I thought it must be a mistake, but decided to go take a look. Sure enough, it was mine. I looked through the clothes they found it in, and they weren't mine or my wife's. Still no idea how it could have ended up 1100 miles from where I lost it. Someone picked it up, perhaps intending to research the name and return it put it in their pocket, and forgot about it. Maybe moved themselves. I mean, you wound up there, so it's reasonable someone else from the same area would too. Eventually donated clothes. Church thought has actually followed through looking. I want the life and journey of this ring made into a movie. Stat. Personal that I've told before. When I was about 20, I had a bunch of dreams featuring a man. He had long, very straight black hair, very tan, really bright blue eyes, and eyebrows like Michael Keaton. He always had this calmly threatening demeanor, even when he was furious. And he had an air of evil to him. He was the main antagonist in any nightmare I had for about a year. 
Anyway, one night, I had a dream that I was walking down the street. It was a bright day, but all the light was almost dark, if that makes any sense, which is also a common theme in my nightmares. There was a woman walking about half a block in front of me with really curly hair she was crossing a side street when the man appeared around the corner and started following her. I freaked out, knowing he was a threat to her, and tried to yell a warning. Nothing came out other than squeaks. I tried to run and help her, but could barely move. The man slowly looked back to me and very calmly said this one's mine. He caught up to her and I watched helplessly as he decapitated her before waking up. I usually talked about my nightmares with a friend, but this one I kept to myself. About a week later, I was hanging out with a group of my friends, and there was a girl there with really curly hair I had never met. Eventually someone starting talking about dreams, and she told us about a nightmare she had had about a week before. She damn near perfectly described the dream I had, only from the point of view of the woman in mine. Even describing the man in detail, knowing there was someone else about a half a block behind her, and being confused when the man said this one's mine, before ripping her head off. I would dismissed this had I told anyone of the dream I had, but as I said, I kept this one to myself. That's actually really cool. Imagine if all our dreams actually take place in the same universe. They're all part of the same series. I bought an even number of socks. I know I did. Now I wash them, I have an odd number of socks. If you have a vertical stack washer, they likely go up over the edge inside, and end up caught at the bottom of the washer behind the paneling. Source, had maintenance guy come fix my washer. He opened the panel on the front, saw many socks down there. I have watched socks fall in there, and I can't figure out how to open it up to get them, slash. Personal mystery. When I was a kid, 8, 9, I was coloring in the doorway of my room listening to music. I could see anyone who wanted to come from the hallway or the stairs. Whole family is downstairs and suddenly wind blows by me, my music goes off, and the music player gets pushed back. I freak out and scream, parents come running and nothing was found that could have pushed the music player, or caused the wind. Still weirds me out. If I was a ghost, and was stuck in a room listening to the wheels on the bus for an extended period of time I would probably take drastic action as well. If my 8, 9 year old child were listening to the wheels on the bus for fun I'd be gravely concerned. Ghost or no? The man from Tord. In 1950 a man arrived at Tokyo, Japan's main airport. He was dressed like a businessman. When he handed his passport to immigration officials they looked puzzled. They asked what country he was from, and he stated Tord. They asked where, that was as the officials had never heard of it. The man stated it was a country between Spain and France. The officials examined his passport which showed he had visited Japan previously, but decided to detain him, until they could work out his story. He was put up in a hotel, but disappeared before he could be questioned any further. Didn't they show him a map, and ask him to point it out, and then he started to get really upset and freak out, when he couldn't find it? They thought he meant Andorra apparently, but he was adamant that Todd existed for a thousand years. He disappeared from the guarded room that night along with all of his belongings. Why are hot dog buns packaged in 8s, but hot dogs are packaged in 12s? It's a giant troll of the OCD on the part of the manufacturer. It forces consumers with OCD to buy 3 packs of buns and 2 packs of hot dogs just to be satisfied. Just normal me buys one of each, and divides up the hot dogs thusly. 8 for humans and 4 for the dog. 
The dog approves of my methodology, but continues to wonder about the fairness of it all. Tell your dog the distribution is made by weight. Or buy two packets of buns, and give the dog four buns but no hot dogs.